from different places We all have different names No matter what life brings us Jesus is the same We're just your Methodist To the madness Methodist To the madness Hi, I'm Beth I'm Tim I'm Jessica And we're just your everyday Methodist, Methodist To the madness, madness. Well, how you guys been? It's been a fun week. Yeah, it's been great. I had a lot of fun uh, this past weekend, specifically. I could just leave it at that and then... (laughs) I think that'd be funny. We just just all do that. We're like, yeah, Yeah. the weekend was really great. Tim? (laughs) (laughs) So... Last night, we had the Ignite Youth participate in a destination unknown. And we went to three destinations and had the greatest of laughs and full tummies by the end of the evening. Because we went first to CeCe's house where we had some appetizers in Ana Verde. And then we went to Pastor Jim and Jody's house and had a delicious meal. It was rice with this like uh, chicken. It's called shoyu chicken. <laughs> yeah, so Pastor Jim made that for the retreat. And he was like, this is show you trick at the staff retreat. And yeah. I was like, it's show me chicken. Like, <laughs> But it was so good. Okay. And then the last place we went to was Lori and Rick's place in Leona Valley, which was just a few blocks from my house. And we had, she had made this amazing vanilla cake and a chocolate cake. Like they were. Were they like four tears or something? Wow. I don't know. It was I like know I was crying because it was so delicious. <laughs> yeah. These tears went down Beth's face, let me tell you. <laughs> tears and there, were, there was homemade apple cider, there was rice crispy treats. I mean, it was like every single house gave us such an incredible warm welcome. And a great spread for us to all enjoy all these kinds of food. Anyways, I thought the youth had fun. There were probably 20 of us all together. And I had the wonderful company of none other than Beth with her two sons, Jonah and Owen. And let me tell you, if you've never met two young gentlemen that love Shania Twain. (laughs) And when I say that, I mean, we played, man, I feel like a woman. And they had no idea who Shania Twain was. But it was so much fun. I love playing that song anytime I go on like a road trip or some sort of like expedition because it starts with dun, 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 dun. Let's go, girls. <laughs> and so, every time. <laughs> they thought we were nuts. But anyways, it's there's, fine. There's a Jason Mraz song called Geek in the Pink. And 
at the beginning, it's like a conversation with another guy and, and the guy asked him, Hey, what time is it? And he was like, he says, it's laundry day. So I play that when I do my laundry. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. But yeah, so so that was on Sunday evening. I thought it was so much fun to see all of the youth get together and, you know, share some wonderful food with amazing families that opened their homes to us. And it was just such a blessing to be part of that. Um, yeah. my, my brother went home on Saturday. Um, so he's now back in Aspen. He had to take three snowmobile trips to bring all of his stuff back up to his cabin and he said it, it snowed about a foot this morning. So I think he, he got home just in time. It was a whopping nine degrees when he got home. Woohoo. <laughs> so <laughs> so I think I bummed out about anything. Like, <laughs> excited about nine degrees. And I was like, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's one of those temperatures that, and I'll reference last week's podcast about how you need to protect your nose hairs. That's a degree. That's a temperature you need to protect your nose hairs with. Oh sure. wow! So it's also a temperature they still make you go to school for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it only snowed twenty three inches. <laughs> Sounds like you're gonna walk to school. Yeah. Hey, hey, at least it wasn't five feet. Or I know, uh, right? being in the igloo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like build a tunnel to get to your class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like yeah. a tunnel network. Like you have an igloo that you like hang out in and then like you just go into the tunnel to your class. Yeah. I yeah. love that so much. Let's make that happen. I'm just yeah. I have no time to do that. <laughs> you guys ever made an igloo before? No. I think we tried, but I don't think we were successful. We've made some pretty cool snow forts, though, but those did not have a roof. Oh, okay. hey, yeah. that's that's pretty fancy. Unless it starts snowing more, then um, it'll just be like a snow uh, hill of some sort. Like your fort will become a hill, yeah. and hopefully, you're not inside it when when that happens. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But how are you guys doing? How's this past week been for you? Um, I think that this past week has been sort of a flurry of events. Uh, flurry. Good and snow. Yeah, flurry. I, hey, I didn't mean to use that word. It just kind of happened, you know? <laughs> so um, my Thanksgiving was really nice. Uh, it was totally off the wall because uh, my mom and I tried to uh, book a place <clears throat> over in the valley uh for a reasonable um like time uh in the evening and uh so on and just like have um sort of a scenic experience like a special experience but then they were all booked up like they just had nothing available except they had chicken and waffles brunch for 77 dollars a person and at that point my (laughs) At that point, my mom and I were like, no, we're not going to spend $77 for chicken and waffles. 77? Is that per person? Or That's total? insane. What is yeah, this per person. with? No. A block of gold on the side? <laughs> yeah, hopefully the exchange rate being more than the uh, $77 that you put in for a person. Um, yeah, so needless to say, or maybe it, I do need to say it, that is, uh, we didn't end up going to that restaurant um 
So we went to a restaurant in the Antelope Valley, um, a Mexican restaurant, and they had a Thanksgiving brunch. Was Uh, it Madrano's on Jay and 20th West? Yes, it was Madrano's. (laughs) Madrano's? Was it the one on 20th West? Was it? I don't know. I don't think it was. I think it was the one towards the mall. Okay, there's like seven five Madrano's. Okay, please continue. I got too excited, but please continue. <laughs> I didn't know there was like 75 Madronos. That's anytime that's a restaurant closes, I swear they turn it into a Madronos. It's <laughs> it's weird at this point. Yeah, yeah it's like, amazing. oh, store closed down. Oh, here's there's gonna be a Madronos, Madronos there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I had that going on. And then the second, oh yeah, so the brunch was awesome. It was a brunch buffet, and mm-hmm. the food was like really good, and I was surprised yeah. and I was kind of uh, sad that they didn't have more like Thanksgiving brunches and other days that weren't Thanksgiving because I really enjoyed that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So then uh, I saw the movie The Wish or Wish. It's the Disney movie that came out. Are you only watching movies with Wish in the title now? Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. Like we were just talking about Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, and now I see a movie called Wish. Like, what what's the deal here? What? <laughs> yeah, but that was a really good movie, um, and it was kind of the same subject matter as Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, but um, it was just really fascinating. I loved the um, it was a musical, so I loved the songs and everything, and um, I just thought it was really compelling all in all. Um, it didn't actually get that great of reviews, but um, I actually enjoyed it like just as much as any Disney movie. So yeah, just recommending that for anybody interested in like uh, a good Disney experience. Plus, if they have any fascination with wishes or desires or anything like that. Uh, so then, moving into the uh, the flurry part of this. So on Sunday, I um, actually had to go to a funeral. Uh, for a couple episodes back, I mentioned that my um, my friend Tassie. Uh, passed away um, because she had um, addiction problems. And uh, she was 46, I found out, uh, when she passed away. And so I, I went to the funeral on Sunday, and it. Um, I'm really glad that I went. I was able to um, help, like, emotionally support um, Tassie's daughter, and uh, it just was a good thing that I was there. And I got a chance to speak um, because the pastor there uh, said, hey, if anybody else wants to come up, And so I just kind of like mentioned that Tassie was a really special person and she made my life like um, just where I am today um, based on like uh, her involvement in my life. And uh, I just mentioned that um, that she lives in uh, to to the audience at the um, at the funeral. Uh, She lives in all of our hearts and she's with the Lord now and. Um, she's a really, was a really special person to me. And, uh, yeah, it was really impactful. And I, I honestly was emotionally devastated before and after the funeral. And so then that led me to an interesting insight. Um, so there was a point where I basically was totally aimless. Like I had no idea what I was doing, like with my time, because I probably sad from the funeral. Um, and so I, I spent some time, uh, in meditation and, uh, a, a, a bit of prayer, and uh, that helped me. But um, I think the breakthrough understanding this morning was um, I realize now that to psych myself into like feeling better and more cheerful and things like that when things are kind of awry in my life, 
is if I find something that requires effort for me to do that I also want to do and or need to do. And like kind of embracing that as something that I'm trying to do for my life. And so I kind of took that attitude for my work um, today. Like I was like, okay, I'm going to do this difficult stuff and I'm, I'm going to be optimistic about it. And then I'm going to see where it goes. And, and so like uh, what I was talking about uh, prior, like a few weeks um, about the uh, education of the will, uh, he was mentioning how like work provides a lot of like benefit and like a sense of optimism and happiness and fulfillment in a person's life. And so I think today I really experienced that firsthand. So that's the flurry for for uh, you, both of you in the audience. I mean, it's it's been crazy. Uh, maybe that's Thanksgiving for me uh, this year. I don't know. <laughs> What a week, Tim. I mean, I'm glad that you were able to speak, you know, at Tassie's funeral. I think that was really brave of you. And I'm sure oh, thank that you. family and friends were probably really glad to hear that she was able to, you know, help somebody's life and, and leave knowing that, you know, at least you've been able to be impacted in a positive way. So, yeah, um, that's a really good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm gonna try to um be a friend to Tassie's daughter as much as I can. We were we were never really close, but maybe with uh, my like involvement th at the funeral and showing that I like care about her and uh, her family, maybe maybe I have that as an opportunity. So that I was looking at it from from that point too, mm -hmm. like. Um, and it's it's so important that we like show care for like our loved ones and our our family and our friends and um, so yeah. yeah. How old is how old is her daughter? Um, she's, I think she's twenty six or twenty seven. Okay, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Yeah. So she's, well, she's closer to your age than she is to mine, but. <laughs> <laughs> Closer yeah. to Tim's age than mine as well. Oh. <laughs> well, I feel like in both of you saying that, I have some kind of mysterious age or something. We will not reveal our ages on this podcast. No. <laughs> in anticipation and never reveal at all. I think I probably talk about my age too much because when I... Well, this this was a milestone birthday. I don't think it was until this year when I decided that because I turned 40, I'm going to live my life better. Um, or did I turn 40? Maybe? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm, I'm at yeah. this point where I may not even think that you turned 40, Beth. Like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did. Oh, OK. I think aging is awesome because we've survived multiple years. I was thinking about that too. You know, like each year that we get to live is a blessing. You yeah. Know? We're not. Yeah, absolutely. We're not. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I think as we age, it's an opportunity for more wisdom and appreciation for life. And uh, mm -hmm. I, this is something really important to me and I'm not sure when I figured this out or actually came to this like conclusion for myself. Um, I want to be like, what it was 5 PM last Tuesday. 
Just kidding. I'm sorry. I, um, I want to be uh, a centenarian. Like I want, I want to live past 100 years old. I don't know if I'm going to be a super centenarian. That would be like above and beyond. But I'm trying to take care of myself in in my life so that maybe I can live um, that long. Well, that would be amazing, Tim. I'm rooting for you, Tim. <laughs> I think both of you could do it too. I don't want to though. <laughs> if I could be like still functioning and mentally clear, I would be okay with it. Um, I'm curious though, Tim, do you think that you'll still be seven feet tall when you're a centurion? <laughs> well, you Your to body you will tall. change. Hey, hey, you know, it's kind of like Benjamin Button, except it's uh, regarding my physical body will uh, be, be changing and I will be um, lacking in height. Now, uh, that, Tim, that's as you get happen. older, your body goes through changes. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly it's you shrinking because you're a hundred. So that's all. Tim's a hundred years old and he's now five five. And hair everywhere. There's just it's out coming out of your ears and like as a I mean at least as a man, you have I mean, I could I don't know what I'm trying to say. Never mind. But I get all these weird chin hairs that just come out of nowhere. And I'm like, that's rude. But <laughs> I don't think that's, I think that's different for guys because they just have hair grown out of their face all the time. Yeah. No. So how was your Thanksgiving? How was it? Um, it was good. I went to Madrano's, uh, <sighs> the one on 20th and J for, uh, took the whole family there. And Oh my goodness, like their Thanksgiving food was so good. I yeah. had turkey and the turkey was just deliciously moist. It wasn't dry at all. The ham was really good. And it was probably the best green bean casserole I've <gasps> ever had. Yes, those were the best okay. green beans I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Uh, we didn't care so much for the mashed potatoes but i still ate them because i'm not a monster and also i sprung for the unlimited mimosas and i was trying to get everybody to to walk there but craig didn't want to well he didn't want to listen to the boys complaining about us walking there it would have been like a 15 minute walk but but i digress i still got to have my mimosas and I let me tell you what I didn't have to ask for a single mimosa that guy our waiter was on it every time I had an empty mimosa glass he was right back with another one and that, that's amazing that was the other thing that I thought was fascinating yeah so they that's what they were doing yeah I was yeah. like oh, I don't want any more and like it was almost to the point where you were thinking that they might have been insulted by by your saying that you didn't want any more uh champagne or I wasn't gonna like turn down mimosas I just kept drinking them until it was time to go and <laughs> until you until you woke up and Craig was like Hey, can I um can I take your coat off now? <laughs> well, I did <laughs> after we came home, I did sleep off my mimosas. I had a little nap and then we ordered McDonald's because their holiday pies are out right now and they are so delicious. 
Oh, I don't wow. know what it is about those holiday pies. They're just filled with some sort of custard. Oh. But I look forward to them every Custard. Yeah. I've never, never heard of that. Yeah. Like it's not a donut. It's a pie. It's a no, custard pie. sprinkles on them. It's really good. I recommend it. Last week, I prayed about productivity or I asked for prayers for productivity. And on Saturday, like I got the whole family involved and we made some pretty good progress. Uh, we're not finished cleaning everything that needs to be cleaned. We're going to try again next week. So now I just need to keep what we cleaned clean. <laughs> it's just That's always the challenge for me. <laughs> Keeping what you already cleaned clean. Don't, don't. Yes, that's, that's really hard. Um, and my dad listens to the podcast and he's a faithful listener. And, and it, it's my favorite thing. I told Kathy Ankeny, she's going to be so tickled that I, I mentioned her again, but like whenever I shout out to people and then they message me like, Hey, you shouted out to me. Like, it's my favorite thing. Like, cause that means people are listening to the podcast anyway. Hi, Kathy. I love you. Um, hi Kathy. Back, back to my dad. Hey dad. I love you too. Um, he listened to the podcast and we watch movies together every Sunday. And the, what that translates to is he watches a movie on his own time and I watch a movie on my own time. And then we discuss whether it's usually like, oh yeah, that movie was good. Or that movie was weird. Those are usually the only two options. Um, mm -hmm. And my dad right. suggested that the movie we watched this week was Quiz Lady because that's what you recommended, Jessica. Oh, that's nice. Yep. And I watched, I haven't watched all of it yet. I think I have about an hour left, but I was enjoying it. My dad was like, I don't think my dad enjoyed it that much. He was like, yep, that was definitely a different role for, for Sandra Oh. It's and such a different role. Loving it. Yeah. And there's this movie I stumbled upon by chance, like last year sometime. It had Jason Bateman in it, and that's all I needed to hear. And <laughs> it it came out 10 years ago, and it's called Bad Words. And oh, I saw that one. Yeah. He, like, enters a spelling. I had never heard of this movie. <laughs> and enters a spelling bee as an adult for some reason. And... And the Quiz Lady movie is giving me a lot of, like, vibes from that movie, which mm. you should also watch. It's pretty good. Um, but I'm enjoying it so far. Thank you for the recommendation. And That means I have to get on the boat, too. Yep. We got to all watch it. And I think yeah. that's it for my updates. Man, we yeah. had quite a week. Yeah. yeah. I know. I don't know if it was Thanksgiving or God working in our lives or both or yeah, just or just maybe we all had a flurry in, in some capacity. <laughs> I had 23 inches of snow, Tim, in my life. <laughs> Not in my yard, just my life. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I was just imagining five feet of snow in your in your yard, Beth. <laughs> i would love to see how you would function you'd probably just put a coffee cup outside dip it in the snow and fill it up with water and be like yep this is my life now 
<laughs> if you have a blender, then you could do some sort of um, ice uh, beverage for yourself. Have you ever? Point. It's actually like snowed so much before that. I think at my mom's house, because of the way the snow drifts, the basement door, when you open it up from the outside, uh -huh. there's only three parts are covered underground. And then, you know, when you open the door, like you can see like the snow drift is like halfway up the door. That's yeah. all weird. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't miss it. <laughs> Instead, it's nice and dry here in the Antelope Valley. Yep. That's what that's what we really enjoy. And I'm surprised when people say that they enjoy the snow because they definitely are not in the right place for that. No. <laughs> but they can just go to Wrightwood and enjoy the snow there. They could also oh. go to Tehachapi, I think. They get Maybe. snow there. Yep. Speaking yep. of the right place, there are so many right places to be in December with yeah. things going on at this church. <laughs> Let me tell you. Starting with this Friday, December 1st. I don't know if you guys have gotten your tickets, but we sure have. We're going to watch Dathan in the Antelope Valley College performance of the jazz. Well, let me get the proper name of this. Swing into Christmas Jazz Concert. That's uh, on December 1st. It starts at 8 p.m. Really excited about it. Really, really excited about it. Wow. And then on uh, December 3rd, uh, the Advent Messy Church Party is from 4 to 6. Woohoo! So, uh, I've been doing preparations for that today, and um, it's going to be a good time. I'm excited. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. And then on December 10th, let me tell you how much stuff is going on. There's the In-Betweeners pop at 6 p.m., and Lurch Church at second Sunday after 11 a.m. service. And then December 14th, the senior lunch Christmas edition is at 1130 a.m. And then last but not least, this is what everyone's talking about. Everyone in the Antelope Valley, even people in Hollywood are sharing stories about this. The women's Christmas potluck from 4.30 to 7 o'clock at Pastor Jim and Jody White's house. Let me tell you, everyone's talking about it. And these ladies are ready for ladyship. And we are excited to have a potluck, potentially exchange gifts, exchange laughter. It's going to be great. And rage. Be Just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to try to Beth will be leaving us with a spiritual mosh pit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Oh. Yes, the, the spirit will be overflowing uh, at yes. that party with, with that mosh pit. Oh, my gosh. The laughter, the, the being, everyone being enraged. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jessica. Yeah. Um, I just checked the email. I wanted to make sure if I was correct or not i still don't know if i am but i think the in-betweeners party is december 9th starting at 6 p.m it literally says december 10th in the bulletin well 
I have the email from Don Osterley, who is hosting the party, and it says Saturday, December 9th, starting at 6 p.m. So on December 9th and December 10th. Well, it- <laughs> how do you say that? Because when I talked to him a couple of weeks ago about it, he implied that he didn't know how long the party was. He was like, there's no end day. He said there's no end day. And I was like, so this is a days long party. And he was like, maybe. So and that's why it's the ninth and the tenth. Yeah. So okay. bring a sleeping bag. <laughs> yes. And a mustache, just because those were kind of fun at the breakfast. They yeah. were. They were well, awesome. I still have mine. We'll have to provide more clarification next Monday then on yes. the actual yep. date. Because um anyways, but I, I did want to mention two other wait. In betweeners Christmas potluck. I'm seeing it on the other page of the bulletin. It does Wait. say December 9th, 6 p.m. Jessica, the in betweeners is that like all the church can come to that, or what is what is that event? I believe so, in betweeners is people be in between life and death. Is that what it is? Some say. Others <laughs> say. <laughs> others say <laughs> that in betweeners are. Those that have children and are potentially taking care of their loved ones. The last two things I wanted to mention, actually three things are one, food for thought that is still going on. So just be mindful Wednesdays uh, at six o'clock for an interactive faith experience. And then uh, the church is accepting donations for a drinking well in Ghana, Africa. If you have any questions for us, or if you want to be a future guest on the podcast, just keep in mind, uh, email us at methodisttothemadness at gmail.com. So we would love to hear from you. We want to know your thoughts. We want to know your secrets. And we want to know all the things that make you happy. Tell us everything, including how your Thanksgiving went and whether you appreciate snow. So now that we've covered all church updates and upcoming events, uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into Beth's ministry moment. Beth? I would love to share what we're going to talk about. We don't have a guest this week because I thought it would be nice to give people a break for Thanksgiving. So I thought what might be fun is if we each go around in the spirit of Thanksgiving and list one thing that we're thankful for. Who wants to start? I'll start. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You got the floor, Beth. Actually, I, I, this is probably the most obvious thing to be thankful for, but it's this podcast. I love that we're meeting every week and Today has been a weird recording because there have been several things that have gone wrong and Jessica sometimes won't stop laughing, but <laughs> the energy when all of us get together, it's it's chaotic, it's joyful, and I just, I love it so much. It It's the highlight of my week. Oh, I love that. That is so nice, Beth. I, I love that. And yeah, I I feel the same way. It's it's just been an absolute honor and blessing, like meeting with both of you every week. And yeah, I just love this podcast. It's so cool that we're doing 
like something so like meaningful and like we're able to spend time with each other each week. And, but then we're also like helping the church by reaching out to, to more people. Um, and, uh, I, I, yeah, it's just been so nice. I guess if I don't say something regarding the podcast, I kind of look pretty bad. We didn't set you up for that. Two <laughs> things we're thankful no. for. <laughs> I silence. No, um, you know, I was going to say community and the and yes, so, yeah, 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 the, yeah absolutely. Really good, um, just being able to say that I have a community that supports me and encourages me and the communities can be anything from the worship team community that I've been able to build the podcast community that we've been able to build and then also just the church in general having that sense of community and you know I I I think the past couple Sundays um we weren't able to be uh, at the church in person, or it was like, I think one of the Sundays we weren't able to. And I realized when I do step away from like, I'm watching the sermon virtually or like online, I find that it almost feels like I'm at church, but being in church and being present and being able to physically talk with people that are sitting around us and there's just this wonderful sense of, you know, love and, and acceptance, but also we all are wanting to do the same thing and that's grow closer to God and being able to visibly see people and have communication with them and build this community of those that want to expand their, their faith is something very special. And so it's been just nothing but a blessing this past year to expand on the community that we have and, um, you know, grow with friendships. And, and I'm really looking forward to this next year to see where that goes and how yeah. we can continue growing as a church and in all of the different ways that we're able to, to share our love for Jesus. I love that. Jessica. Wow. That's so awesome. Jessica, yeah. I love that too. Your uh, your thoughts on community just reminded me that I forgot an update in my update section 30 minutes ago. Um, oh, I mentioned. Well, I had Jessica mention last week um, Lucy's latest diagnosis last last week was really, really rough. I just there were so many days where like I just would just like burst out into tears just thinking about it I'm yeah. it's still very heartbreaking to me and sad but um and I mentioned two Thursdays ago the Thursday before Thanksgiving at choir that um Lucy had stage four cancer and I couldn't even get I because that was my prayer request. I couldn't even get through that without breaking down into a puddle of tears. But Jody White, Pastor Jim's wife, messaged me that night and asked me if she could make a prayer quilt for Lucy. And 
Wow. Like, absolutely. I think she would love that so much. And so Jody asked me what her interests were. And she loves pigs so much. She collects pigs. Uh, if you show her a cute video of pigs, I'm not even exaggerating. She will tear up because it fills her with so much joy watching <laughs> cute pigs. Like, it's how is she even a person? It's the most precious thing in the whole world. But anyway, um, so and she loves the office. So I was like, either pigs or the <laughs> office. And and Jody made her the most beautiful pig quilt I've ever seen. And she texted me Saturday night saying that it was finished. So she just was on a mission and it's beautiful. And they had the congregation pray over it in between services and and probably after the service too or after wow. the service and that's that's what community is to me i think because they don't even know lucy but they know me and they know that if i'm hurting other people are too especially lucy yeah. And I'm just so grateful for um, our church and for Jody and for everybody who's been praying. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome, Beth. I, I'm really glad that it worked out that way. That's, that's really amazing. Um, and, awesome. and, and, and probably like Jody put her like full heart into that quilt and just ended up beautiful. That's so nice. Yes. Also, this is my favorite part of the quilt. There's secret messages on it. They're <laughs> not really secret, but you can't really see it from the front. You can tell from the back that something was written with the thread and the top, it says for Lucy and on the bottom and it's in cursive and on wow. the probably easier to sew in cursive because it's a continuous loop, but on the bottom, it says made with love and prayers. Oh, and that's so cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, thank you Jody. Thank you, everyone at the church. I haven't yeah. given it to her yet, but I will have given it to her by next week. And I'll let you know um, how she liked it. I'm sure she's going to love it. Wow. That's that's so cool. I'm so glad you shared that with us, Beth. Oh, my um, gosh. I guess I know who to go to for a last minute Christmas gift as well. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Jody has been booked solid for weeks with Christmas gifts and and she's not accepting any more orders right now. Oh, I don't okay. know if this is true. <laughs> she's she's back ordered. Yeah, she's back ordered right now. <laughs> I I don't know if this is true. You should actually just talk to Jody about it. <laughs> Jody's online store. Uh, there's a big yeah. sign there, back ordered. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. those that, that don't recall, we did have Jody on as one of our guests, and she is an incredible quilter. And I love her passion for yes. creating things because. She's so talented and hopefully at some point we can reference a way that people can reach out to her and, and place orders potentially. You can yeah. email Methodists to the madness at gmail.com and we'll pass the message along. Yes. Yeah. 
Indeed. Uh, a, isn't Jody having, um, or not Jody in particular, but aren't they having the quilting uh, ministry meet uh, this Saturday? Is it the first Saturday of the, by which yeah, I, I think, think it is. Yeah. I missed you at the last meeting. Yeah, I'm going to have to go now. We were expecting <laughs> you there. All of you are encouraging me with, with um, lots of energy and so forth. But, yeah, I just <laughs> wasn't there. So maybe this time I need to go there. Jody, <laughs> said, to me, Jody said to me last month, she was like, what are the odds you think that Tim will be here? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not coming, Jody. <laughs> 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 so now the pressure's on. <laughs> now, yeah. <laughs> it's fine either way, really, Tim. Anyway. Oh, that's nice. I appreciate it. Um, oh, um, I wanted to mention that I feel really similar to both of you, like regarding like the sense of community and just how like blessed and how grateful I am about um Palmdale UMC in general. Like I feel like my faith has grown like astronomically um, compared to when I first came to the church. And I'm just so grateful for uh, the pastor's sermons and, and all the like loving people. And um, like, I've had a lot of opportunities to like um, do ministry and that's provided a lot of like meaning in my life. And um, I just think it's, it's so wonderful. And, and I feel like just like a complete person now that I have, like a life of faith that really is uh, as at such a like developed point now in my life. And it's just going to continue to be like something that is going to provide my life so much meaning and fulfillment and happiness. And my connecting with God is just such an important thing, like in general, but just important to me. And so I, I don't think I would have figured out all of this if I hadn't started going to Palmdale UMC and like just just being there, being a part of all the all the different things going on. And now we have this podcast and I just I, I look forward to all the months and years to come. It's just so wonderful. We're going to put all of that on a bumper sticker and we're going to sell. <laughs> it seems yeah. like I'm always advertising here. <laughs> it's a it's a wraparound bumper sticker. Yeah, yeah. It's an CVS receipt. <laughs> basically you could have like six lines of um words and it, it wraps around the car and people are just going to be walking around my car and, and reading that entire thing that i just said exactly <laughs> exactly on that note you know what i'm also thankful for spoons 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 yeah <laughs> i'm thankful for spoons don't know about you guys I love spoons. I am very thankful for spoons. In fact, and this has nothing to do with being a Christian. This has everything to do with the spoon. But every time I go to restaurants, they do not give you a spoon. And I'm always the person that asks for a spoon. And I might be the only person in the restaurant that always asks for a spoon. What are you <laughs> using these spoons for, Tim? Um, well, sometimes it's just easier to like eat food with the spoon and um, okay. uh, since I'm on the keto diet and I put olive oil on my food, maybe I want to like have extra olive oil on whatever food element I happen to be putting okay. in my mouth. So, um, okay. those are the, but, but something is comforting about a spoon. So maybe, maybe I really yeah. do vibe with the, the whole carrying your spoon with you. Um, 
Are you a big spoon person or a little spoon? Which spoon do you prefer? A big spoon. Me too. <laughs> I love a big spoon. <laughs> anyway, a little spoon feels like you have to put extra effort into um, the food. Yeah, uh, it's it's like my cereal takes forever if I'm using a little spoon. <laughs> We're not going to spend the sermon feedback talking about literal spoons. So <laughs> well, before we switch... Do you have a favorite spoon size? Oh, I like. I personally like tiny silverware. No, mm, really? we're our club. Yeah, Wait, I what? love tiny silverware because I'm able to enjoy something even longer. <gasps> You're right. That's the best for like cake and ice cream and things like that. Maybe not just True. sweets or whatever, but it, like you, maybe yeah. you, you had the small spoon and the small forks for like Thanksgiving. That's a good point. That's that's beautiful. Yes. Now we have to switch to the small spoon, um, Beth. We, we we might consider it. We'll consider I it. Might, <laughs> sounds like you both should know what to expect for the holidays this year. <laughs> little ones. Um, little spoons that say Methodist to the madness. Yes. 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 That's awesome. <laughs> we could actually, we could get an inventory. We could make small spoons and big spoons that have Methodists to the Madness, uh, like little signs or logos on them. Uh, and then we can do an inventory. Who took the small spoon and who took the big spoon? Yep. And we can see what, what we get in the community uh, for spoon usage. Even though I'm team big spoon, I... <laughs> I'm pretty sure Team Big Spoon is going to lose because <laughs> I feel like more people prefer the little spoons than the big spoons. Yeah. Plus, it you can like be so much warmer when you're the little spoon. <laughs> Wait, I don't understand. What, what did that have to do with? That's a snuggling term. Oh. If you're on the outside, you're exposed <laughs> to all the elements as the big spoon. Versus yeah. a little spoon. Oh. You're, you're also, in a tiny human cave. I get too hot. That's why I have to do the big spoon. Because <laughs> otherwise, well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm I'm super glad that Craig is taken care of. Yep. He's very good. That's, yeah. good. That's awesome. Speaking oh. of being taken care of, <laughs> this past Sunday, we were all blessed with a story of Heather Murray Elkins, the life of a spoon. And it's from her book, the Holy stuff of life. Heather was pastor Jim's seminary advisor and is an ordained elder in the United Methodist church from West Virginia. And pastor Jim went through the story and it references first John chapter one verses one through four. And the overview of it was having a spoon is the weapon of Christianity. Yeah, yeah. it's the, the weapon, weapon of, of a Christian. Christian. Do you know that we have a PONC app and you can follow along on the sermon notes when Pastor Jim is preaching to get a little bit extra from the sermons? Yes. Yes. And there there was a point where I needed that for, for highlights. And also the PUMC app will link to the Bible app so you can look before and after the scripture to 
um, kind of get more context if you need it. Um, yeah. But then the sermon notes are so helpful. And then there's other stuff on the app that uh, you can appreciate. And uh, I think there might be a reference to scripture journaling there, if I'm not mistaken. Could be. Yeah. It's so we reference. Yeah. First John chapter one. One through four. Yeah. Yeah. I like the message version of this. I'm going to read it really quick. Let's read it. All right. I was just going to ask you to read it, Jessica. <laughs> From the very first day we were there taking it all in. We heard it with our own ears, saw it with our own eyes, verified it with our own hands. The word of life appeared right before our eyes. We saw it happen. And now we're telling you in most sober prose that what we witnessed was incredibly this. The infinite life of God himself took shape before us. We saw it, we heard it, and now we're telling you so you can experience it along with us. This experience of communion with the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ. Our motive for writing is simply this. We want you to enjoy this too. Your joy will double our joy. That's I like awesome. the reference of that. Yeah, I like yeah. how it humanizes it into a modern day conversation. Yeah. You know, I like that. Um, it it kind of reminds me of like the importance of community and like um, fostering the spirit. It kind of like uh, the, the types of things that we've been discussing on the episode so far. And um, I also really like the, the reference of um, joy uh, doubling our joy. I, I think that's really powerful. In fact, I think it might have even been last week's episode that we were talking about rejoicing. Um, so that's that's perfectly um, like a convenient um, reference there. That's 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 awesome. Yeah. And I like how there's so many different ways that you can reference the spoon in terms of when you're first born versus when you are no longer able to feed yourself. And there's just so much depth in that. And how much we kind of take for granted the things that we're capable of, you know, and in a simple gesture of taking care of somebody in any capacity and whether that's, you know, we have a home that we can uh, shelter somebody, you know, or we have extra clothes that we can provide to somebody. Those little things I think are are so special and we should always think of the little things that we can bless others with and remembering that we were taken care of. And now while we can take care of ourselves, we should take care of those around us because there might be a time where we're no longer able to take care of ourselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm curious. Have you guys ever heard of the spoon theory that is often referred to uh, for people with either um, chronic illness or um, pain? Mm -mm. Okay. What is that? It's so the spoon theory. It's it it kind of weirdly ties in with. Um, I'm maybe this is why they chose spoons but it kind of ties in with in my opinion like ha have having to help each other so basically the spoon theory and um 
I relate to it a little bit. So the spoon theory is that each person has roughly the same amount of energy each day and each unit of energy is represented by a spoon and people who are considered healthy have more spoons or energy than those with an illness that cause chronic fatigue and so some activities cost more spoons than others so you need to really like plan your day accordingly like getting out of bed is one spoon but maybe having to take a shower or something is three spoons and so it's like you have to kind of plan where your energy is going because you know you're going to run out soon and so um i'm in a lot of groups on facebook for um ADHD and different neurodivergent communities and um some of the illnesses are that um use the spoons i think are people with ADHD and also people with depression and so i'm in cooking groups i'm in like cleaning there it's like the neurodivergent cooking group and the neurodivergent cleaning crew and so you can ask people like what's a low spoons meal that i can make tonight and that <laughs> that it's it's a meal that doesn't take too much energy to cook or so if you ever hear somebody say i don't have enough spoons for that it's referencing the spoon theory and how it pertains to um you know chronic illnesses and uh, yeah and that's, that's exactly how i operate because I can have like a really good productive day and get, I overdo it every single time because I know that the next day that energy is not going to be there. So I need to follow the energy when it's here. And then the next day I need to recover. I just know that about myself. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting um, how in this spoon theory, the people who don't have as many spoons need more help. And the yeah. Christian thing to do is to help me because I'm struggling always. I'm yeah. Just kidding, yeah. You know, I'm really glad you uh, mentioned that, Beth. It's it's almost a really interesting tie in to what um, Jessica was saying about kind of helping um, others uh, with with your spoon but then you also have to help yourself and then like putting it together with the spoon theory it's like yeah you know sometimes um we have enough spoons to reach out and help others okay. and that's amazing but occasionally uh or e even sometimes depending on this uh, the season of our life uh we might have less spoons to um provide and so like taking care of ourselves and taking care of our loved ones and and vice versa i think uh, is so important, but, but do so in a way that you're able to, um, like feel good every day. And, uh, when you, you bring yourself, um, to someone else, uh, when you feel good, then you're able to provide, uh, those yeah. foods to that person, um, in, in a helpful way, instead of overextending yourself, like you have no spoon, like, like you showed up at their doorstep. I don't have a spoon for you. I'm sorry. Or something like yeah. that. Like, <laughs> or it's, or I, I kind of view it as like, 
I'm never going to do this because I don't like to ask for help, but I'm I'm saying this for me and also for everybody. It's okay to ask for help, but I would love it if I'm never going to do this because I won't have the spoons for it. But if I just like rang Jessica's doorbell, if you have one, I do I knock if you don't. Okay. I'll use the doorbell. We've got, <laughs> got figured out good. Um, and if I went to your door and said, Jessica, I don't have any spoons left. Like, I think it would be so cool if Jessica was like, I have a spoon for you. Um, wow. And then I'm going to be so mad because it's a little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, no, the tiniest that, spoon ever. That that really is bringing the metaphor um, all the way. And maybe it's not a metaphor, actually. I think Beth actually might go to Jessica's house and get re- real spoons. But but like looking at it from that standpoint, like uh, the spoon is a symbol whereby um, we have an opportunity to help someone it's like you have a story and and you have characters that come to each other's houses oh here can i have a spoon and so i can take care of this or that and and so forth and i think it's just a really powerful message and i think it ties into um how spoons are the weapon of a christian it uh, when we're coming there non-violently we're coming there with love and and a comforting uh, message and and caring towards someone else and and what better like symbol is is there than a spoon um so i i think that's it's really cool that there's all these ways that we can understand spoons um and how uh they connect with our lives and it's really interesting that we can look at them in terms of our faith as well what really resonated with me was when Pastor Jim said um, something. I didn't take any notes. They're mental notes. Um, he said something about inviting the enemy to the table. Yes. And I have been having so many big feelings these last couple of weeks about a lot of things. And I'm not going to discuss them on the podcast because... I don't need to. Nobody needs to hear my complaints. I got a lot of problems with you people. I'll do that on December 23rd, which is Festivus, where we air our grievances and there's a piece of strength. Oh. oh, it's my favorite made up holiday. (laughs) But I've been having a lot of big feelings and. And I've been talking to my mom about them and and we were kind of agreeing with each other. But then she said to me, but that's not what Jesus would want. And I was like, oh, you mean Jesus doesn't want us to be petty and mean to people that we think have wronged us or other people? Yeah. So that's where I'm at because I'm feeling all the feelings. Maybe maybe that's where tiny spoons come in is where maybe you're not ready to give them a big spoon. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe a yeah. tiny little spoon is all you can can give at this moment. I'm giving them a baby spoon that has the rubber tip on it. Yeah. You know maybe that's, yeah. I make oh. quick ones, but remember, those were my favorite. I used to still I, I actually used to really love eating yogurt with those spoons. There's something so comforting. <laughs> um I don't have any anymore. And now I'm sad. 
Well, now we know what you're going to get for the holidays. I'm just yes. imagining like a tiny yogurt cup and like a yes. tiny spoon. And you're just like, oh, oh, I just remember the perfect reference to this. Um, Zootopia. Have either of you seen that movie? I love Zootopia. <laughs> Jason Bateman is in it. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot yes. that he was in that movie. <laughs> 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 yeah, so... I don't know how we just tied everything together like that. It's just the, the beauty of the podcast. I don't know, but <laughs> anyway, that, I only I I think I was just thinking before you say that. Apparently, I have a problem with medium sized spoons because I love the big ones and the teeny ones are great too. Please continue. <laughs> so there's a scene, and I don't think this would spoil anything. But the fox is with these like um, these small animals i forgot exactly what what animals they were and he what i don't know just they could have been bunnies um so uh they they were eating ice cream and he had this little ice cream dish with this little spoon and he put the spoon in the ice cream and put it to his tongue and he just had the most like satisfied expression on his face with this tiny spoon and this tiny bit of ice cream on his tongue i was just Oh, <laughs> that's that's oh. so precious and, and i don't remember that at all oh wow uh, but i'm so, sure it happened i don't know how these movie recommendations are just coming up in in these podcast episodes but <laughs> um zootopia is a good one watch <laughs> any movie with jason bateman in it and sandra oh and i have to create a segment for tim that's Tim's movie moment. <laughs> yeah. What's happening? On that note, uh, prayer requests this week. Anybody have anything in particular? Lucy started her, her first round of chemo today. She has 18 rounds, and so this is the first of 18. Mm -hmm. And I saw on Facebook that she is... Um, every week listening to a different song to psych her up. It's it's an anthem that she'll listen to on her way to chemo. And today was Rise by Katy Perry. So I'm going to have to check that song out. Oh, yeah, me too. So I'm looking forward. Katy Perry. Yeah, we should, I should, whoever just, no, nobody listens to CDs anymore. It's fine. Never mind. <laughs> I make it into a CD, but then I was like, "No, she'll just make her own playlist." <laughs> Would you like to hear a funny story about me yes. and Katy Perry? Yeah, Always. definitely. So, I don't have any funny stories about me and Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> so the night before I flew to Louisiana to help Amber get all of her things to move to California with me. And also the night before I proposed to her, oh. I <laughs> went to a meet and greet with, a meet and greet with, and met Katy Perry. <laughs> and really? <laughs> and Amber was so concerned that I was going to miss my flight the next morning because I was out late hanging out with Katy Perry. <laughs> I 
I thought the story was going to go that Amber was so concerned that you were going to leave her for Katy Perry. Oh, no. No. <laughs> My own insecurities. But, but I ended up getting a... I ended up getting a free tattoo with Katy Perry and it was to promote her new song, uh, never really over. And so Katy Perry got miss on one hand and everyone else. Well, 20 people got you on the other hand and they're like half broken hearts. So it's miss you. Oh, anyways. And so that's what I did the night before I proposed to Amber. And she's always felt very indifferent about Katy Perry's. <laughs> Get it? I, I was thinking that maybe it would be the opposite. She would be like, I love Katy Perry songs because Jessica got together with Katy Perry before she proposed to me. That's what I was thinking. When you were that's what talking. I was thinking as well, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why Craig doesn't like Jason Mraz. Because you got matching tattoos with him? I did get matching tattoos with Jason Mraz. You did? No, I did not. (laughs) But he does have a tattoo on his arm that says beginner because he likes to think that we're all beginners. That's something. Yeah. And does Craig know that he got beginner because the first two letters are also your name? Yeah. It's Ben. <laughs> yeah. It's also the first two letters of my brother's name. His name is Ben. So that's a little confusing, but you know. Um yeah. but I think there's a small part of him that thinks I might leave him for Jason Mraz. I probably won't though. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Well, we're gonna continue praying for Lucy. Yep. Sorry, yeah. Lucy. We we derailed. Um but we're gonna <laughs> Really, uh, maybe we can put together a playlist. That's a good idea. I was going to send her some song recommendations. Yeah, if you've got some songs that you want Beth to add to the playlist, email us. Yes. Madness at Gmail. And we'll add those songs to the playlist and it'll become an awesome playlist. And maybe, just maybe, we'll share the link to the playlist in an upcoming because Whoa. it will not be a CD because nobody listens to CDs anymore. Yeah, right. Because we don't want to pay for shipping. So nope. uh, <laughs> it will all be digital. Because we have international listeners and that's expensive. Yeah. But we still appreciate you very much. You. So we love you all dearly. Yes. Yes. Tim, any prayer requests? Um, I think. A prayer for um, Tassie's daughter and her family and um, just hope that they can um, have peace with uh, everything, uh, have peace with God, have have peace with uh, like their interactions like among their family and that they're able to like have um, a grief experience that they're able to grow and and have um, love for each other and, and love for um, everyone. And so, yeah, just a prayer for strength for the, that family. And um, for myself, uh, a prayer of courage to continue on the path that I 
have actually experienced firsthand now, um, which is something I was talking about two weeks ago, the idea of um, finding joy in what um, I need to do that requires effort. So like instead of avoiding the things that require effort because uh, it's hard or something, um, take it upon myself to embrace those as like positive challenges. And so a prayer for that. And um, that would be really helpful. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Thanks for sharing, Tim. Yeah, thank you. Jessica. Jessica. Whoa, whoa. Don't all ask (laughs) at once how I'm doing. (laughs) We need to know. I think it's weird. That you usually ask us, and then if we don't say, Jessica, what would you like to pray for? You're just like, well, <laughs> pray for because we didn't specifically ask, so I feel like we need to specifically ask. Oh, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> so it's not thanks awkward. For asking. Yeah, thanks yeah. for asking. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I have been trying to navigate um, – the recent diagnosis of ADHD, because I, I mentioned this last week, it for a long time was almost like a joke, like, you know, uh, I've probably got it. But it's like now that I've been diagnosed with it, I'll be honest, it's been really hard to deal with. And I've been trying to figure out and like navigate what that means for me, because I feel like there's so much more that... um I have to learn and there's so much more that I am just kind of unaware of it's new territory for me. And so it's, it's been a little difficult. (laughs) (laughs) It's really difficult. Yeah. So I'm really just trying to, because I'm solution oriented and I Mm want to know, and I want to find the answers and I want to um, find a way to, make things easier, you know, because yeah. that's how I've been with my life is like, all right, this is a, this is a trial or this is a problem, or this is something that is out of my control. What is the solution? What can I do? What am I in control of? For sure. Fix this. And this is, I think the first time where I don't have full control yet of what to do with this. And I'm exploring that and trying to figure it out. And I started listening to podcasts and I'm like, Man, there's a lot of people like me. And I didn't even realize this is like something. I that, you, I you thought, well, I just thought for like 36 years, this is just, you know, I've been navigating things. I've been through life. I've been through a lot think? of weird situations, you know, and I feel like those are the things that have wow. shaped me, made me who I am. But yeah. there's, there's more to it. And it's. Yeah. M- my. I I go back and forth between, well, that's a relief knowing that I'm not broken. At least there's a diagnosis, but it's between that and why am I like this? Why can't I just be? Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) So I go back and forth between those two things all the time. Yeah, it's it is hard. And we can definitely pray for you as you navigate. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. New journey. Yeah, yeah I, I can relate to that a lot, even though I haven't got an official uh, diagnosis as an adult for ADHD. 
Um, I, um, I do feel like I'm sort of like in the neurodivergent camp, but I feel like you're I have one foot one in of it. Us. Huh? You're definitely one of us. No, but uh, I kind of feel like I'm like I've I'm 85 percent accepting of the fact that I probably have a whole bunch of like things like like ADHD. I think I, I also self-diagnosed for OCD. Uh, I, I find myself a little different than other people. Like I maybe have a little more patience for certain ideas or like certain things. And I, I like, um, like focus in on specific like passions. And then like, uh, that's just like something that's going to be with me for the rest of my life. And I, I just sort of find myself like other people are not like that. And then I just feel kind of weird and it's just weird in general. Um, but, uh, I think I feel comfortable with myself, but it's just an ongoing, yeah. like self-improvement thing. Like I'm, yeah. oh, I always feel like I'm just trying to solve some kind of problem, like every, all the time or something. I, like, I feel like <laughs> other people are playing a different game of life than I am. I'm like, yeah. how are oh, you doing? For sure. yeah, that makes sense. I'm struggling so much, but one thing I do, Jessica, to kind of, um, make it sillier, I guess. So I don't get so frustrated with myself is I have named my ADHD Gertrude. So sometimes I'm like, sorry, I'm late. Gertrude didn't want to get out of bed. And so (laughs) it's like, instead of me, it's, oh, Gertrude, that's silly person. That's so interesting. That's awesome. It kind of separates it for me a little bit and it it's also kind of fun to have a separate entity I don't know never mind that no that's good I I think to personify like certain attributes of ourselves I don't yeah. know about you too but I'm really hard on myself a lot and so if, me if too I it, if I give it to Gertrude I'm not as hard on myself you know yeah. there's so, a there's a song that in Lauren Daigle's new album her from her kaleidoscope tour and i never really paid attention to the song because i thought it was like really weird but (laughs) i listening to it and the lyrics of it were so cool now that i'm like thinking about things and um the song is called valuable i don't know if you guys have heard it no i'm I'm not sure she's got a lot of albums she does have a lot of albums. Her new album is awesome. We got it on vinyl. But the the chorus says, if you feel like you are not valuable, let me tell you there's more. If your heart is running in circles, telling your head things that are not true, what would God say to you? I love that. Yeah. I know. That's amazing. It's so cool. And then it goes on. It's like every tear he catches with his hand and he knows the way your heart breaks within, you're valuable. Wow. I feel like sometimes those lyrics pop out exactly when you need them because there's so many songs that I've listened to a million times and didn't think anything about them until I hear a lyric and I'm like, that is so profound. That is exactly what I needed to hear right now. Wow. Yeah. It's really cool when that happens. Um, this is interesting because I actually wanted to make a song recommendation. I think it might've been last week. 
um, Riley Clemens' Godsend. And the key lyric in that song that really just resonated with with me so strongly, kind of like um, the song Jessica recommended. Um, It's, what if maybe every broken place I've been was a godsend? Um, And so it's, it's sort of like the the things in which we find ourselves to be obstacles and and so forth maybe that was the direction that god was leading us so that we could learn something or grow or something like that yeah. i think that's what it's all about but we need to be willing willing to listen because if yeah. we're listening we're not learning and we're not growing yeah, yeah absolutely and if we're not growing we're just getting shorter <laughs> right. Tim has shrunk down to four foot ten now. Yeah. Just just yeah, so no. everyone knows, if you see me at church, I might be um like not as tall, uh potentially. Well, for this past week, I'm really glad that we will that we were able to share what we're thankful for with one another. And I know we're both we're both. We're all very thankful for each other, and I'm really excited for this holiday season for us to continue to be grateful for the things that we have, including all of the spoons we own and how we can use them metaphorically, but also physically as we enjoy each other's company throughout the holiday season. So, um, And asking for spoons if you need them. Exactly. So with that, thank you for joining us this past week. We look forward to hanging out next week. And we are thankful for you. We're all from different places. We all have different names. No matter what life brings us, Jesus is the same. We're just your Methodist to the madness. Methodist to the madness.